listening to Into the Light with Crazy Kate, the podcast that helps you feed your wellness, empowers you to tap into your inner healer, and live a more imperfectly balanced and healthy life. And what about the aliens? Yep, we're definitely going to have some fun along the way too. Now let's frickin' send it. Welcome back, friends, to Into the Light with Crazy Kate. You are listening to episode six, I believe we are on today. And to follow what I talked about last week, in last week's episode, it was all about my mental health and kind of the week I was having. And I want to go back to really diving into mental health overall. Uh, I had talked to one of my closest clients and he mentioned to me that talking about mental health would be so relevant in today's world. And I absolutely agree with him. And I feel like one of the reasons why I tend to avoid this topic is when it's brought up to me, all of a sudden I see this huge, massive spider web of topics that are connected to mental health. And it overwhelms me. But I need to get out of that mindset and really remember that it's something that the world needs today. And so I'm here to share it. And when it comes to mental health in general, in the past, I've never looked at myself as an expert in that field. However, with that being said, one, I'm changing that story. And two, What I've learned in the industry that I'm in today is so much more than just, you know, when it comes to mental health, the emotional side to it, but the fact that it's so connected to our physical health as well. Because when we talk about mental health, we're also talking about brain health. It's all connected. And that's when, you know, that's when my passion really starts to fire up because then I start thinking about, okay, what kind of imbalances are going on internally for us. What are we consuming too much of or not enough of? Do we have a history of any type of injury to the brain, a concussion, any kind of jolt? I don't care how hard of a hit it was or something mild. And the physical aspect for sure, also in alignment with our emotional state and our surrounding environment. And I always do come back to Mindset is everything. The way we think definitely affects our energy and our actions. And when we change our thoughts, we also have the ability to change our life. Easier said than done, right? And a lot of the times, if we focus on that mindset, a lot can shift. But there's also a huge component to it that we can tackle through changing the physical state of our being as well. And mental health, a lot of that also, it's about depression, So when you talk about depression, that can cover a whole host of things, and it can go in so many different directions, and depression can be brought on by a little bit of everything. And when I think about that, the stigma of not enough people are talking about it really hits home for me and what I've seen a lot in my clients. And there's four things that I listed here that I really wanted to just say and get out is that, number one, it's okay to not be okay. And I think a lot of us don't realize that. We get trapped in, you know, what we assume everybody is good, everybody is happy. What are we seeing on social media or TV? And we get stuck in our little bubble of it's not okay to feel this way. What absolutely is. So honor where you're at. Be honest about your mental health. Being able to speak it, speak your truth, be transparent. 
You never know who in your life is going to be able to help you get out of the state that you're in. And the next one is reaching out is a sign of strength. Absolutely. So we need to remember that because depression is real. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And speaking of depression, (laughs) trying to make light of it right now, got to have some fun with it. I have sitting next to me again today, one of my people, Ben Surratt. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for having me, I guess. Why is it that when I think of depression, I decide to introduce you on my show? You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> mental uh, health, not depression, just mental funny. health, right? That mental health, that's right. Yeah. No, it's important. But you know what I did? I took your advice from the last episode. Mm-hmm. Because you were like, hey, friends, you know, at the end, you were like, hey, jot oh, yeah. down how much time you have you. and all that stuff. I don't have a lot of time for myself. That's a problem. Well, you called me out on it, though, Couple a while times. ago. Right when, right, right when we met? Yeah. Yeah. You asked me that specific, that specific question, too. You were like, hey, Ben, how much time do you, do you have for yourself or do you leave for yourself every week? It's something we've always And I couldn't freaking answer yeah. that. Right. Okay. And so an hour a day getting my HBOT on was fantastic. Yeah. And that's a, it was a good excuse. But mm-hmm. the fact that we're talking about mental health today is mm-hmm. something that I, uh, it's near and dear to my heart because uh, it's just always been around me. Uh, family members, my grandfather had uh, Alzheimer's. And so I'm, I'm actually honored to be on this episode with you to talk about it. This was one of the episodes that I was really adamant about having you on because you do bring this up to me a lot. Mm -hmm. You want to hear me talk about it. And like I said in the beginning of the show, it can be a very overwhelming topic. Mm -hmm. You know, what direction do I take this in? And and when I was brainstorming (laughs) and masterminding the things I wanted to speak about, holy fuck. Like, (laughs) yeah, I'm just going to be transparent. It's a spider web. You know, you... You could talk about things all over the board from traumatic brain injury, fatigue, insomnia, anxiety, feeling disconnected, struggling with migraines, Mm -hmm. ongoing headaches, feeling a lack of purpose, struggling with grief or loss, stress, addiction, moodiness. I could go on and on and on. Lack of focus. That was me last week. It was a struggle. We all deal with it to some capacity. Before we we started, we talked a little bit before the show and- I asked you, the question is, why why is it still taboo? Like, we are in 2021, and it's like we still are afraid to talk about mental health. And you had some really good points, so just maybe talk about that. Yeah, and honestly, it's, it's the lack of knowledge that people have, I feel like, and the lack of open communication that's available. It's the welcoming door to be able to speak about it. No judgment. A lot of people are living in shame because of it, Mm. because of the lack of conversation we're having. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that they're not the only ones struggling. I do feel to an extent, and it could just be the world that I'm in, I do see it changing a little bit because I'm in the health industry, so I'm around it more. But what about people that are not connected to others that are working in the health industry? You think it's changing to like 
to the better? Improving, or? improving. Okay. I do. And it could be the world we live in today. You know, people are starting to realize my mental state is in a funk or you start thinking about the children, you know, their mm. lives have completely shifted, not going to school, not being able to have play dates, seeing their friends, just the anxiety of it all, right? So we talked about shame, the lack of knowledge. It is an invisible thing. You can't see it. Yeah, you brought that up. And and that makes, I mean, I think I, I, we all know that. But the fact that you can't see the, the problem, mm-hmm. it's not a broken arm. Right. Yeah. And, and people could easily say, well, it's all in your head. You're just making it up. Well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> well, it, it is, is in my head if you really want to go there. But yeah, it's an it's an invisible injury or issue or imbalance that we're struggling with and people don't often connect. I'm not right mentally. Well, maybe I have some kind of physical imbalance or injury going on as well. And, you know, you go to your physician, you reach out for help and you're going to get prescribed a medication more times than not. So mm-hmm. that's a huge thing. In fact, just today when I was doing some research, I went to Google. Mm-hmm. All I did is I typed in medications to see what would come up. You know, I was going to look for like, I don't know, statistics or facts or just something to share. I typed in medications and you know how the drop down window shows you all the top things, the top things that people are searching for related to that. First one, medications for anxiety. That's number one. That's number one. And that one was above COVID. I was going to say, I thought that would have been number one. Right. But look at what COVID has created for the world we're living in, anxiety has definitely moved to the top. And then below that, everything else related to mental wellness. You have depression, bipolar, ADHD, OCD, schizophrenia, PTSD, and dementia, all in a row. And I just wake you up You've got to screenshot right? that and put that. That is freaking amazing. Yeah, I saved it. It's It's worth sharing. It's... You know, it just, it always baffles me that in this world we're living in, when we have so many conditions that are just treated with a drug, treating the symptom, covering it up, and I know that we have other options out there. We absolutely do. And it breaks my heart that it's not the first thing that's introduced to a lot of people, Hmm. you know, treating a pill for every ill, you know, in our medical industry, it just... It's 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 a tough concept. I get it. Mm-hmm. Breaks my heart. I feel like there's a time and place for everything, but I also want to bring to light, you know, one of my missions in this role is to bring to light that we have hope, we have answers, we have things that we can do to utilize ourselves to tap into our own inner healer and get out of struggling mm-hmm. with our mental wellness. I remember telling you, and I've told this story so many times, I don't know if I was it was on this podcast, probably not. I had my anxiety attack mm-hmm. and I went to the doctor and they gave me the physical and all that stuff. And the first thing, didn't ask me how I feel, like how I feel uh, mentally, didn't ask, ask me what I, he did ask me a couple of things like, I eat a lot of red meat, do I exercise a lot? And then wrote me a freaking prescription. Mm-hmm. Met me for maybe five minutes and mm-hmm. wrote me a prescription for, I don't know what it was. It was something. It yeah. was at that point, I'm like, whoa, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And I think we met shortly thereafter that. I do remember that story. Yeah. 
And in a sad case is that's so prevalent. What's going on all over the place, you know, and you're just think one person in this world and we're being, I mean, almost like sedated with these drugs and these drugs can ultimately, they're a domino effect. Not only can they have side effects, but they can actually create more havoc in the body. And then all of a sudden we need another pill for that. So we're not getting to the root of the problem. And it's not, you know, I don't blame the physicians. I really don't. I just, it's the schooling. It's the training they had. It's what's in their area of expertise. And unfortunately, a lot of physicians cannot recommend anything outside of their license, of their realm, because they could get in trouble for it. So that's, I don't know, we could probably dive into a lot of that later. Uh, But what I really want to focus on is what can we do? How can we recognize it? How can we shift out of it being such a taboo topic Mm -hmm. and come up with solutions? Cool. So what are some things that cause mental health issues? Is there a cause? I don't even know. Is that the right word? Is it a (laughs) cause? Something causes something, right? Right? I don't know. Is that the right word? Well, yeah. What could cause it? What could be the... The root of the issue. There you go. Right? Okay, so let's go back to that. Yeah. I didn't know much about mental health before I got into the industry I'm in. Being co-owner of Inlight Hyperbarics, I really had no idea. I knew about it, but I didn't connect it to physical health. I did not connect it to a brain injury or brain health until I started doing a lot more research. And I always go back to this. I know we're going to be hearing a lot about hyperbaric oxygen therapy, but that is a main tool that is extremely underutilized for healing the brain or even realizing that when you have an injury, you can do things to heal it. When somebody gets a concussion, you know, typically back in the day, I don't even know what the old school protocol is or what physicians tell someone to do. Rest? Sleep it off? Do you know? Like if you were to get a concussion? I know. I mean, I remember just the other day I was listening to an ESPN show and they have a football player, an ex-football player, Tom Waddle. I can say his name. He's not going to – maybe mm-hmm. he will listen. But he's had many, many concussions. And so back in the day with smelling salts, sm- smelling salts, mm-hmm. and he was like, if the coach had five fingers out and you came between one or two, you can go back in. Yeah. Well, so that- like if you, you said three and he had five out, mm-hmm. good, close enough, get back in. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. But that's right after a concussion. That's not even, okay, what do we do during the days and weeks and years that follow? Right? Oh, yeah. Because there are long-term detrimental effects. Here's another concept. You may start developing debilitating symptoms or signs 20 to 40 years later on in your life from a concussion you had when you were an athlete, say, in high school. At any time. And that's the scary part is somebody might start struggling and they can't connect why that might be. So all of a sudden, maybe you are, you've developed migraines that you aren't able to get over, to heal. You know, you're relying on medication to just to deal with the pain. Or you've got memory issues, lack of focus, insomnia. It's all over the board. There's just, it's a, it's a puzzle. <laughs> it really is. And that reminds me, I actually have a kind of a funny story I was going to share with you, Ben, related to brain injury of sorts. Uh, I went on a date 
I don't know, maybe a couple months ago. And it's just the way my mind works now that when I start talking to people and I start connecting the dots, uh, first off, before I go there, so he, in conversation, he brought up COVID and he said something about how he was a little fearful of the virus, this and that. And I said, yeah, it's just something I don't fear. Naturally, I don't, it's not in my reality. And he just looked at me, he goes, oh, so you're one of those conspiracy theorists. Just because I didn't fear the virus. I was like, all right, bro, that's fine. You can think that. No, (laughs) just because. So that started that. And then he just, there was something that I just couldn't put my finger on. And there was a little bit of a, a disconnect in conversation. And it was a little like, how do I say this? Just emptiness to his emotional state almost. It was really interesting. And so, of course, me not having a filter, I asked him if he ever played football. (laughs) And he says, yeah, I did in high school. Why? And then I go on and I ask him if he's ever had any concussions. And he's like, yeah, I've had two or three. And I was like, all right. You know, red flag for me, honestly, because I know, like, I can see it when I'm out with people. And especially if I don't know them, there's these certain personality traits, okay. you know, just certain things that I, I start noticing it. So I, I felt bad, but I just, you know, I brought it up and I was spot on with it. And the reason I bring that story up is because it's such a, it's such an epidemic in this world with brain injuries, you know, and people are not recognizing it. And so if you're struggling, say, say you're in your mid thirties or so, where are you going to be when you're 50 or 60, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's scary to think. And so then that concept of anti-aging being proactive prevention comes into play for me. And so I start thinking about what are the actions that we can do now to tackle the situation that we're in? Because you're thinking about, you know, if you start thinking about football players or the pro athletes, and then you also have the veterans that Mm -hmm. have suffered with any type of brain trauma it's also led to PTSD, they are struggling and they are not getting the help that they need. In fact, back in 2019, Edna and I went to, we go to conference every year for hyperbaric oxygen, twice a year usually. And this one was the International Hyperbaric Medical Association. And their main focus that week was all about veterans and NFL players having access to hyperbaric oxygen. And so at that time, there were about nine different state legislatives that have passed hyperbaric oxygen to fund studies and be able to get these veterans into chambers that will ultimately save their life. Wow. That's really cool. And so there's a huge movement happening. And if you all are interested, you can go to treatnow.org and see kind of where they're at with the movement. We got to listen to a whole panel of veterans talk about how They were suicidal. Some of them had even attempted suicide at some point in their life. And they were connected with somebody who had access to a hyperbaric chamber. They began their treatment, totally changed their lives. They don't have mental health issues anymore. I also got to meet a few uh, former NFL players that were there at conference. Same thing. Same exact thing. I don't know if you've heard of the condition that a lot of players are being diagnosed with is CTE. Yes. So CTE stands for chronic traumatic encephalopathy. 
And what that is, it's a progressive and fatal brain disease, which is associated with repeated traumatic brain injuries. Mm. So constantly getting your head bashed. And it doesn't take a lot, but NFL players are getting diagnosed with it. Unfortunately, too late. It's after they die. So they're not knowing that they're living with it. And then they're predicting that the average lifespan for somebody with CTE is around 51 years old. So it's, you know, completely taking your life away. And you hear about pro athletes that, you know, they, they become suicidal or they become criminals, drug addicts, you name it. Junior Seau. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Dave Duerson, uh, he wrote a letter wanting to donate his brain after he committed suicide. Wow. It's crazy. I think Junior Seau did something similar to that. And and the reality is it's happening, and it's not limited to just veterans or NFL players, pro athletes. You know, you've got people that suffer car accidents. I've had a lot of clients come in from brain injuries due to car accidents, and it is debilitating. I had one client who he ended up – he was a pedestrian. He got hit by a car. He broke his leg, and he was in the hospital recovering from that. Long story short, he actually did not get diagnosed with a brain injury until nine months later. Oh, my goodness. They did not recognize his concussion until he started to show symptoms. And it was a couple years later where those symptoms became so debilitating he could not even function. He had to wear, you know, like those really dark sunglasses. He couldn't walk without a cane. He was in his early 30s. He was my age. Uh, his parents had to assist him. They found hyperbaric oxygen. We got him in. His changes were exponentially different. Within 20 sessions, he didn't have to wear his sunglasses. He could have normal conversations. He walked on his own. Of course, he did a lot of work outside of that, a lot of physical therapy, really working on the foods he was eating, you know, all, all of that. Tapping into primal nutrients. I'll Mm -hmm. go back to that. But yeah, he was able to get back to life. He actually bought a chamber to have as a maintenance tool because he knows he's always going to have something that he's going to need Mm. it for throughout his life. Some people have a full recovery, not everybody, but there are answers out there. The other thing that I really found interesting just being here and talking to you is that it's not just brain injuries that can cause depression and I have mental health issues. Can you talk a little bit about the things that besides brain injuries? Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge other concept in itself. And, and I always go back to what are the imbalances that we have going on internally and how, you know, we've got the mindset of how we perceive the world, but how we perceive the world can depend on how we are doing internally. So what foods are we eating that are causing inflammation? And I'm talking about inflammation throughout your whole body systemically. And when your brain's inflamed, it's not going to work right. You're not going to feel good. It's going to affect your mood, your sleep, how you process the world around you. And those top foods that I really focus on, we talked about in Mm -hmm. previous episodes. You've got- Dairy. (laughs) Your favorite, dairy. (laughs) Hey, you were going to do the- you were going to challenge yourself to cut back on your dairy. What? We'll get back to that. <laughs> we'll we'll okay. get back to that right, one. Right, right. <laughs> so you've got dairy. You have gluten, which the gluten today mm. is not the same gluten we even had 20 years ago. You've got your processed sugar, and then you've got the wonderful alcohol. So those are my, my top four that I always stress about. And then relying on pharmaceutical medication 
It's also going to cause inflammation systemically. It's going to cover up the symptoms. It's not going to get to the root of the problem. And in tune, they can, along with eating processed foods, really deplete our natural mineral reserves within our body, those essential minerals that we need to have a healthy brain and healthy mental wellness. So what are we doing to feed wellness rather than disease? Are we getting adequate nutrition, nourishment into our cells? Are we actually absorbing those nutrients so we're not, you know, relying on supplemental overkill? Remember, there's a lot of supplements in today's world that are not going to absorb in your body and they will turn around and become typically more of a, your body has to work harder to detox them out of your system. Mm -hmm. So besides like the diet and all that, okay. uh, what else do you, what else is there? That Lack of movement. So we're not exercising. That's, That's a right. huge piece yep. of the puzzle. It hinders our circulation, oxygen absorption, getting outside, getting natural sunlight, fresh air, and then everybody's favorite, freaking screen time. Screen time is a huge contributor to our mental health. Why do you think that is? Because we're on it all the time. Yeah, but what is it? What is it feeding us that might not be nourishing or oh, positive um, or inspiring? It's a false reality. There's a lot of negativity out there. Negativity. There's a lot of toxicity. Yeah. Depending on what you're what you're focusing on, yeah. like, it's not all bad. Yeah. A lot of it can be really good, but the, you all, you also have the artificial light. So the artificial light that mm. you're absorbing from your light devices, your light devices. I just mm -hmm. love the word light. Well, your your devices. Mm -hmm. So your phones, your tablets, your computer screens, television, even being under fluorescent lights, super, super harmful to your system. And one of the things I do when I'm working all day long, because I am on my screens a lot, is I wear blue light blockers. So you can get those most, you know, you can find them online. And they've helped me a lot because I used to get kind of like subtle migraines consistently. Not migraines, sorry. Headaches, just headaches and agitation. And once I started wearing them more often, I was feeling better. Because what artificial light does is it can really screw up your serotonin release, melatonin, and your sleep patterns. And if you're up till 1 or 2 or 3 a.m. because your internal circadian rhythm is out of whack, you're not going to sleep well and your brain and your whole body is not going to get the rest that you need. So there's a lot of things that contribute to it. You said a lot of things that like you talked about poor diet, not getting enough sunlight, mm -hmm. limited exercise, staying indoors, alcohol, being on the screen. It seems like those are probably one of the top top 10 things everybody did in 2020 heck yeah <laughs> i mean i absolutely did yeah which explains why when you did your google search anxiety yeah was above covid totally <gasps> it's all connected like holy crap our i just put that together our world has completely changed for the most part right in hindsight, yeah, 2020 was a doozy. <laughs> and in 2020, you're right, we binged on all of that or lack thereof. And it sent us into struggle mode. We became disconnected. Big time. So time to reconnect. 
Time to tap back in. So how do we tap back in? When it comes to mental health, I look at four, there's four pillars for me. You've got physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So it's really working on trying to feed all four of those simultaneously. So the spiritual component, purpose, right? Finding your purpose, really feeling like you are on the right path. And it's just continually staying open, seeking that out if you haven't already found it or tapping back into what feeds you, what feeds you, what brings you joy and also connecting to source, whatever that looks like for you. Like a higher power thing? Yeah. Whether it's a higher power, whether it's the God, the universe, (laughs) aliens for me, I don't know, (laughs) whatever, whatever. Sasquatch. Whatever fits your crazy. (laughs) It's. To me, it's light, it's energy, it's vibration, it's the universe, you know, love. To me, love is all around us, and that's where I feel most at home. And then the emotional side is just connecting back to yourself internally. You know, how are you expressing your emotion? Are you speaking your truth? And are you connecting with individuals, so your people that are not toxic? You know, they're able to interact with you on the same level that you're at emotionally and in connection, human connection. We talked about that, gosh, episode one, you know, that's a huge piece to our mental wellness as well. And then the mental aspect, you know, how are we processing the world? And always remember that a lot of times, more times than not, our mental health is connected to our physical health. So just remembering that that's, that's huge in our physical health. You know, you're looking at everything I always talk about with the primal nutrients and movement is more important than I think we could even realize. Like fitness is great. Being fit, feeling strong. Absolutely. There's so much more to it. Circulation, getting your getting your lymphatic system moving and just being active. You know, that's just going to energize ourselves even more and in tune. We're going to feel better. So there's the mental piece too. It's one in the same the way I look at it anymore. And then my favorite concept, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. That's all I ever want to talk about. It's something I live and breathe. It is my life. It is my passion. No pun intended. <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, breathe freaking oxygen under pressure because it is the only way that we can absolutely get oxygen into our cells, into different areas of our bodies into the tissues that are in a hypoxic state, which is lack of oxygen, in order to kickstart that healing. And what one of the biggest things that I learned when I dove into this industry was our body. Think about it. Your brain is only 2% of your body mass. However, it utilizes 20% of the oxygen that we breathe in. Repeat that again. Your brain consists of 2% of your body mass. Okay. When we breathe in oxygen, your brain utilizes 20% of the oxygen we breathe in. Whoa. Huge. So it needs oxygen. We, you know, we live in an environment where I don't, I believe we're all oxygen deprived and our brain is number one. So the reason I bring up hyperbaric oxygen so much is we are on the cutting edge of a whole new industry that is quote unquote, I'm not allowed to say this word. When I'm talking about hyperbaric oxygen, it's exploding. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) And it is really starting to take off because there's a need for it. And so my mission is to 
get the word out. And I, I understand that a lot of my listeners, most of you are probably local to me. So you're, if you're in the Vancouver, Washington area, definitely reach out, come visit us, give it a try, just experience it. And if you're not local to me, again, reach out, tell me where you're at. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. And I would love to get you connected to finding a location that's in your area. Or we can even talk about the option to rent or purchase your very own chamber to have in your home. It's just something that I feel like everybody needs to have access to the knowledge and they need to have the understanding of how it can benefit them. And I mean, honestly, the reality is I like to say shit's lit in the world of hyperbaric oxygen therapy and it's only going to grow. And there are a lot of resources that I follow that back this up. I have two favorite physicians that I tend to I tend to lean on quite a bit for not only their expertise but all the science and the research studies and and how they how they work with it. So Dr. Paul Harsh, he is a literal oxygen badass. It even says it on his website. <laughs> and you can find him at hbot.com, but he's been one of the major pioneers and he actually started really diving into HBOT in 1986, the year I was born. So that's how I connect that. And he's really taken it to a whole other level. He's done tons of studies and he works a lot with the brain, whether it's a lot of victims that suffered from drowning. There's a lot of stories about drowning victims and then the whole host of brain trauma as well. And then there's Dr. Daniel Amen. And he started what's called the Amen Clinics. So if you go to amenclinics.com, you can find out a lot about him and his work. And he uses, it's a brain spect imaging device. And it can actually read the circulation going on in your brain and the different patterns of how, how your brain's functioning in order to determine what disability you might be struggling from when it comes to mental health and brain health, like he can even take somebody who has bipolar and tell you they have bipolar by what he's seeing on the scan and he can come up with an ultimate protocol, which includes hyperbaric oxygen therapy, supplementation, and different things that can bring you back to a healthy state of being. One of, the, one of his quotes, that's one of my favorites and it stuck with me the first time I heard it. You are not stuck with the brain that you have. So you have the ability to heal. And one more resource that I absolutely want to share with you guys is there's a book called Oxygen Under Pressure, and it's about hyperbaric oxygen, revolutionizing healthcare, all about reducing inflammation, reversing aging, restoring your health, and it goes into the whys, the hows, the whats, and also in layman's terms, like it's an amazing read and you could benefit a lot by just learning the different concepts of how it could help you. And it's written by Dr. Jason Saunders and they actually have a location. He's a chiropractor. Him and his wife are both chiropractors and they have a hyperbaric location out in New Jersey. So they're out on the East Coast. Totally recommend them. Huge experts in the field. And I actually work with them through the organization that we're all a part of. So there's a lot of resources, there's a lot of information out there, and I'm always a resource as well. And if you are interested in learning more, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm always happy to have conversations with anybody because education, it's what needs to happen. 
So friends, if you learned anything from today, and if there's anything that really resonates with you, I would love to hear it. And definitely reach out to me on Instagram, which is intothelight.podcast. Comment, send me a direct message. I would love to hear from you. And also, I have a challenge. And I don't think I talked about it on this episode, but I'm still going to challenge it to you because it it's a huge piece to mental health, and that's sleep. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you sleeping deep? Do you feel like when you wake up in the morning, you're rested? I guarantee many of you don't. I know I struggle with it, but what are the things that we can maybe tap more into or let go of in order to get better sleep? Because I want you to know that if you are in fight or flight and you are not sleeping soundly, your body does not have a chance to heal or regenerate or rejuvenate, any of those. And that's what we ultimately need in order to get back to living a more healthy, happy, and a life that we enjoy. Inadequate sleep is extremely detrimental to brain health in many ways because during sleep, your brain is working on cleansing and eliminating cellular debris and toxins that build up during the day. It's literally like taking out the trash. And it also works to consolidate our learning and memory that we had during the day and prepares you for the next day. So there's a lot of benefit to sleep. My friends, rest, rest, rest. And get your sleep, right? Get your sleep. So I I was reading something about sleep paralysis. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I know you're going with this one. And there are many people who Mm -hmm. have problems with, and I'm serious too, sleep paralysis at night. And a lot of people think that it's the aliens. I've heard that. Yeah. I've never experienced that myself. I haven't either. Right. You know what? <laughs> Here's a question. Do you think aliens suffer with like mental health issues? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I've actually never thought of it that way. Do you think they do? I, I mean, I believe in aliens. You believe in aliens. We've talked about aliens. We've talked about aliens. Do they suffer with mental health? I'm going to say no to that. What? Yeah. Okay, have you ever heard of the Galactic Federation? You mean Star Trek? No. I mean... Star Wars. I mean, there's talk about different alien civilizations and all of that. Well, I believe aliens live in different dimensions. So energy, vibration, frequency, and that they possibly have the ability to tap into other types of technologies to be healthier. I don't know. I love that. Can we talk about that now? Right now. Yeah. You think we could talk about that right now? Like I have the mental (laughs) bandwidth to go there right now. (laughs) That would be a great thing to dive into on our next episode. Ooh, can I come back for that? I'm going to need you there. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for listening, friends. We'll see you next time. And as promised, we're going to talk about aliens. I'm going there. Have a great week. And don't forget, healing always begins within. Thank you for listening to Into the Light with Crazy Kate. Make sure to check out all new episodes released bi-weekly. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. You can also check me out online at intothelightwithcrazykate.com and that's Kate spelled C-A-I-T and give a follow on Instagram at intothelight.podcast. 
Into the Light with Crazy Kate is a TH3 Entertainment production. Into the Light with Crazy Kate should be used for informational purposes only and should not be considered a recommendation for or against any specific medical treatments. Please contact your healthcare provider or Inlight Hyperbarics directly to see what therapies, if any, might be appropriate for you and your specific situation.